0: Welcome back to another episode of Golden Hour with me, Gaia! Alright, so today I have a really special guest speaker with me. And today, honestly, I'm more of a fan than anything else. Because I'm going to be featuring someone that's an incredible artist who's very vastly known for her extraordinary talent. And she's a Singaporean bilingual screenwriter, lyricist, director. And through her hard work in the craft, she has garnered recognition and awards for outstanding works which honestly speaks for themselves. And as a bilingual artist from Singapore, she has navigated the challenges of her industry and crafted beautiful stories that resonate with audiences around the world. So in today's episode, we'll be getting to know more about how she crafts her beautiful stories while navigating through the media industry as a female director, including the importance of chasing dreams and overcoming the obstacles in our ever-evolving media industry. So without further ado, I'm going to be introducing Jaya and here with me today. Hi, Gaia. Wow, (laughs) that's quite an intro. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for being here on the podcast with me today because I have been a fan, honestly, (laughs) since for the longest time I've been a fan. Um, And maybe we could just jump into the creative process. Like, I want to know what goes on in. The Diyah Radha Christian's mind, like, how does she conceive a story? How does she weave her stories together? Hmm,
1: um, okay, I'll be very honest with you. Maybe it might burst your bubble little. <laughs> <laughs> there's not much of a process and most of the time it has been due to necessity mm. rather than um, thinking that, oh, this is a story I really want to tell. It has never been like that. Um, it's always that, okay, there's this show that I need to do. This is the parameters that have been uh, given to us. So, what can you think uh, around yeah, that? Even the very. Yes. But once, what what actually makes me excited is once you kind of narrow down on, okay, okay, yeah, okay yeah, I think what happens is I get excited by the characters that come together with uh, the story. And then I get, that's when my process really starts because. Once you decide okay, this is the character that's gonna tell the story, you craft them, you literally give birth to them like from start to end. That excites me. Once you know who the, the characters are, the story kind of just jumps by itself actually. Mm-hmm. It's very organic. That's so why I don't have a I don't have some, yeah, I don't yeah. have a fixed process to tell you and it's never been like, Okay, this is something that I really wanna say. Never been with like that. I actually go with the flow and I try to find stories wherever it happens. Um, whenever it happens and then pack them out and then try to
0: do something else. Do you like draw inspiration from like certain aspects? Everything. Of <laughs> Everything and everyone.
1: Um, I think in real life, I'm actually quite of a spy. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not a spy, but I like, <laughs> observe a lot. Um, um, so, so story- I always say this one of my favourite quotes. Stories are all around us and everyone is a story. So, <laughs> Even if a, a random encounter with someone will, will, will kind of give me a, a one word and somehow or other but it, it sparks will yes, a spark a, a and then I'll store it in the back of my <laughs> mind and then when the show requires it, I'll go and dig into the compartments inside my brain and then, hey, you know, remember that guy? I'll tell myself, but that guy, okay, something he said sparks something, okay, His, what he said can go into this character, what someone else said can go into this character, so, at any particular time or, or, or moment in my story or characters, um, no one is a single reflection of someone else. It's, uh-huh, a, it's
0: a combination of everything that I've heard. Uh-huh. Yeah. How do you write compelling stories that get to audience, that like appeal to audience in a very emotional way? Like, Because the target audience is very, very Like, mm-hmm. My father could be watching the same show, <laughs> I could be watching the same show, but it appeals to the both of us. Like, like, how do you do that?
1: Um, interestingly, I was just having a conversation with a friend today because oh. we actually went to watch something um, mm-hmm. and then we were talking about that story and how we didn't it didn't connect with us that much. Mm. Um, and then I was telling her that um, somehow or other, what I believe in, I, I mean, when you say compelling stories, thank you so much for saying that. <laughs> but it's very subjective. That's why it's very subjective, But what you may find compelling, someone else may mm. not. Um, Two things, I think people who consume stories in any form, read a storybook or a series or a movie or anything, they are are consuming that with an existing emotional baggage. If it resonates with them, it fits inside that baggage and then they can relate to it. The other thing I feel for me is when I'm writing something, if I'm not like, for example, if it's a love scene that I'm writing, if I'm not shy while writing it, if I don't go like oh to myself, <laughs> if I don't go like oh my god, this is so sweet, if I don't go like that, chances are it's not going to make sense. Yeah, yeah, it might not. Or if I'm writing a sex scene, if I'm not crying while writing it, which I do most of the times, I'll be sitting down the tears of just flowing down when I'm writing it. If I'm not doing that, most probably the audience are not going to hear as well. Ah. So that's my usual benchmark. So when I'm writing something and I don't feel anything, I'm zoning out, I'll be like, okay, most probably this is not going to work. So yeah. it's like that sense of guiding yeah. within yeah. yourself. If, if the person, if the creator is feeling it, most probably the audience will feel it as
0: well. Actually, it's a personal question. Yes. Uh, you know, in uh, CIV yes. like the last scene mm-hmm. where you make the small boy say, Amma, how did you conceive that? <laughs> <laughs> so when watching, I was staring at watching Aww. the film, but I was like, you <laughs> your I want to know. <laughs> um,
1: that was actually the first scene that I thought of for the entire series. The Ending. Wow. Yeah. So everything was towards that. Everything ah. was worked backwards. And also, I think if I'm not wrong, I wanted the word "amma" to be the first word and the, the last word of the series because at the end of the
0: day, that's the theme of the story, "amma," right? So yeah. That was really nice. I was like, "Damn!" <laughs> Yay! <laughs> okay, like, um, okay. You've been in the industry for a really long time, right? So, what would be some challenges that you you think you faced, and how did you overcome it? Hmm.
1: Every day is a challenge. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think if you're in the creative industry, every day is a challenge to wake up and to to keep making the decision to do it every day. Because creativity, I think creative feel, anything that you do is not something that is just there for you to pick up and go to work with it. You know, on some days you feel like you know, no matter how much you think, nothing is coming out. Mm. Everything is crap. Writers <laughs> <The laughs> block. Yeah, not just for writers, but I think for everyone. Like on some days you just don't feel like um, doing, doing it. And because you, you are drained by so many other factors. Um, you can't always be in the right state of mind. I think that's the biggest challenge that I've always faced, and it's been so long. Uh, and I've gone into those dark phases a lot of times, where I'm like, "Am I even doing the right thing? Am I even supposed to be doing it?" Imposter syndrome will always kick in, yeah. and then, uh, and then you pick yourself up and say that, "Okay, you get inspired." You always keep trying to get inspired by something or someone, and then it keeps, you know, keeps you going. I guess. Um, The other challenges, of course, um, external challenges is how the industry is shaping up, how do you keep up with times. Um, Like for example, just before we started this (laughs) podcast, you told (laughs) me that you've been watching my series since you were in secondary school. (laughs) And I told you, I still feel like (laughs) I'm in secondary school. school. That's a very big uh, challenge, I think, because the industry is changing, every day something is happening. And you need to keep stay it relevant. Yes, yeah, yeah. stay relevant. And if if at any point of time I feel like um, I can't keep up, I think that's when I should retire. I think because <laughs> if not, it's not it's not it's not right to keep on doing this if you don't stay mm-hmm. relevant. Yeah, like AI has started writing oh scripts, yeah. so a- I a- don't know. <laughs> that's a challenge. Yeah. No,
0: okay. The way people consume media has changed over yes, the like, years. I, when I used to be a kid, like I need to go home by 10 o'clock oh, tune in. Yes. But now it's available online, so I don't necessarily have to yes. wait. I can wait until like, the whole series comes out right. and binge watch it. Yes. So how, do you think, how have you changed your storytelling method, or have you changed your storytelling method mm. to suit the adaptive times? Um, I think
1: as a whole, all of us have changed our, our strategies to keep up with that. Uh, but it helps because at the end of the day, we are also consumers. Uh. Like you see, at the end of the day, I also, that the, the, was a time when I used to rush back home to watch <laughs> a series and now I know that, you know, I really appreciate yeah. So as a consumer, you, you already know what other consumers would want. So you keep changing your strategies according to that. And I think storytelling, you have to know that binge is the key thing right now yeah. but too much of a binge is also not good. Yeah. So I take references from a lot of things. Like for example, I love binge watching for example, Money Heist. Like, uh-huh. you know, I binge watch like you know and I will get angry that the the new season is not out yet. Oh, yeah. But at the same time when I watch series on HBO or Apple, those Two people, as far as I know, have not changed their style yet. They still drop episodes on a day, on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. So you tune yourself out, and you know that if the story is good, people will come wait, back. Will wait for that one week to come back to it. So mm-hmm.
0: it really depends on, on the platform, yeah,
1: and your stories.
0: Okay, how would you, uh, how do you craft your characters? Like you know how e- each individual character in your stories have very different characterizations Then some, <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you a <laughs> question For example, okay Kalava Kalava, you take for example Like Geetanjali is a character, she believes in the universe She is very light-spirited, she likes literature, that kind But Deva on the other hand, he's a very like um, how do I say, he's a very controlled character, like he doesn't show love mm-hmm. that much, Magitan is like the very light, mm-hmm. so how do you like differentiate, like Surya Lan played a very like quiet character, yes. silently in love, Annamadri, mm-hmm. so how do you differentiate your characters? Like I said, everybody that I know, <laughs> <laughs>
1: falls into some of these categories.
0: So it's um, basically inspiration from Yeah, so
1: everything is an inspiration, not just from people I know, but from things I've read, a lot of inspiration is from books that I read because I think I'm, I'm pretty much an introvert. Uh, I don't have much friends. I don't have a very big uh, social <laughs> life. Uh, the people I know are the people I know. Just, uh, yes, you know, sometimes when you go somewhere and you meet some some new characters and then you make a note, like I said, mm. I make a note in memory. Right. Yeah, but a lot of things I've learned life, right? I've learned how to be a human being uh, or to be a, or try to be a better human being, or learn about how other people can also be flawed. Everything comes from books. Some things uh, because I started reading at a very young age, uh, so my information and knowledge uh, comes from books that I have read. And then over the years, I started watching a lot of movies as well. So you mm. know, so you see p- things being represented on screen or books. You know, it, somehow or other, it impacts you. So you pick some from here, you pick some from there, you make sense out of this world, (laughs) through that and then you try to bring it into your story. as well.
0: But has this been your interest since young or yes? so you knew you wanted to be a director? No,
1: Uh, I wanted to be a writer Ah, when I was I think six years old. Then? Six or seven years, seven years old because I wrote a poem about um, an orange, Uh a fruit orange and, and and one ant that was going around the orange. Mm-hmm. And my Tamil teacher told me that's the best thing she has read in a long Aww. time. It was just four lines. <laughs> remember? <guys. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't remember. <laughs> no, most probably it would be either uh, the orange okay. part, either the orange part, the orange But she said that it was the greatest thing that she read in a long time. Bless her heart. Um, <laughs> but that kind of sparked me, oh, you mean I can write? Ah. So basically, I think she marketed this. And I've always thought that, okay, I should be a writer, I should be a writer. But I never thought that I would write for screens. I thought I would be writing books. Ah. So writing for screens, were, okay. uh, that
0: was an accident. How did you, okay what, have you, like how did <laughs> that accident <experience> happen? Because <laughs> it's two different, like dramas are a whole new world and books are, yeah. yeah, how did you? Um,
1: also the thing is, uh, although I knew I wanted to be uh, uh, an author, I studied uh, computer studies and variety studies in my oh. time. Uh, nothing to do with the music, Yeah, that's right. But, um, but somehow or like, other, something, you know, I'm just gravitating towards like a creative field. Mm-hmm. So I applied for a job at MediaCorp. Corp. Oh, okay. um, because they <laughs> published in the State Times <laughs> last time, you know, they the job agencies. Yeah. Uh, they said, we are looking for writers. And I was like, huh,
0: they're
1: looking for writers. Right. That's what I want to be. MediaCorp, wow, let's go. But then um, I didn't get the job because somebody had already gotten oh, that job. Okay. But then um, my mentor, uh, so my title teacher was my first one did that for me. The Spark next one, potato. yeah. The next one is my first boss, Bema Phonra 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, she calls me and said that, you are for this job, uh, but we don't have that, but we have something called assistant producer. Do you want to join?
0: Uh-huh. I said, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Anything. Anything.
1: <laughs> 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 so, I joined. So, I went and joined um, Eagle Vision at that time. Uh-huh. This was in 2021. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then I joined assistant producer and then I learned all the things the, that goes on behind the Refugee. production for two years. And then the the job opened up again, the writer job. For the writer. <laughs> so, yes, so I went prima. <laughs> I remember you wanted it. But I said, yes. <laughs> Do you want to try? I said, yes. So I went and sat for the test. And then they said, OK. And then I started writing. Um, and again, I don't know why, but she gave me such huge um, projects <laughs> projects, and she trusted that i could do it and she just like allowed me to do that and, and explore myself mm-hmm. i'm sure i was not good at it at that time i'm sure i was learning and figuring out things mm-hmm. by myself but she allowed she gave me the space to figure it out and she was just there, there for me to fall back on and to like learn and and i think it also comes from the fact that um i used to admire her works ah. yeah. So, it started from there. So, 2023, mm-hmm. uh, I think I started writing scripts for posts, And then, so, it became for a drama. I think my first drama was something called Okay. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, it was a six-parter. Anuladha Gandala, directed it. She was directing for the first time a drama and I was writing for the first time. So, we were so excited. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, it started from there. What was the that's how I knew. Yes. And when I did that, I think I knew that okay, this is what I want to do. Not bad. It's kind of exciting.
0: <laughs> so how did you go from that to like establishing your own company? Like, did you have any challenges with that? Cause like,
1: uh, I think it's very scary to step out from a comfort zone of uh, of a stable environment where you get to explore your creativity, but knowing that it's still stable somehow or other, and deciding to step out and to do it by yourself. Um, but I think um, I took that decision because just to get out of that comfort zone. Mm.
0: You wanted to stay yes, out of it.
1: Yeah, because I, I felt that maybe if I get too comfortable, then maybe I might not really um, address very internal things for me to, to work on. Turn out, yeah. things. Um, so that was the reason. Because they always say magic happens out of comfort zone. So I wanted to get out of my... <laughs>
0: Okay, so yeah talking about writing, like song lyrics. <laughs> I, honestly, I sound like a <laughs> How do you write song lyrics? Like is it according to the mood of the song? Like sometimes I will be listening to you like, pretty you is it
1: <laughs> Again, <laughs> also an accident. Uh, never never wanted to explore that part song of the uh-huh. um, Although I love poetry, um, I consume that a lot as well. Um, again, Anuata <laughs> <laughs> Gandharaju. Um, she she actually wanted to. Um, I, I mean, because we were working on a on a story at the time called Waiting, um, uh. and then we thought that having a song would be great for a love uh, love scenario. And then we were thinking, okay, how do we mm. do this? And she, said, you should write it. You should. I said no. I've never written a song. That's a craft by itself. It's an art uh. by itself. What are you saying? Say no, no, do it, and then she forces me to, and then uh, Rishi Kumar comes up with a tune at that time, and then it just it just happened very organically, and then I realized that okay, writing songs for me, I if you ask me now to to explain how to write a song, I don't know,
0: completely based on feels,
1: completely <laughs> based on feels and the music. So i the i the and the words, stana, I guess it, it it just happens by itself. So I don't have a Technique fixed for it. technique
0: yeah. Okay. Like I say, everything is organic. <laughs> <laughs> no, but especially the Urum song, I think under Jananam Haranam okay.
1: <laughs> How? <laughs> <laughs> Magic, I think because of uh, the music. So can... you listen to the music
0: and then you're like, yeah. whatever feels you go yeah. into and it. and it. the
1: story at that time, I knew that Nanda's character was going through that. So take his emotion and then
0: mix it with the music that came and then it just happened very often. But do you think music plays a very big yes. role in your yes. drama? Yes. Especially always, like dilemmas. Like
1: Always, always. Uh, I would usually have uh, a playlist of songs that is running in the back while I'm writing. Ah. Um, after a certain stage where we have already spoken to the composers, I would actually go and bug. Uh, then especially Shambhu most of the times. Can you please give me like some BGM? <laughs> uh, just give me some random BGM, some music that I want to be listening to while I'm writing the story. So even Tigana, he, even Kagavakadaga, he al- already had theme music kind of.
0: So you wrote to the theme yes. music. Yes. Wow, that's interesting. In- music
1: inspires me all the time.
0: That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then when you're writing your stories, how do you? What is this fascination with the universe, <laughs> the moon, <laughs> the sky? <laughs> okay, those
1: are just me. <laughs> I'm a sucker for moon. Like you show me the moon, I will, I will just become this soft mush. <laughs> uh, um, because I I I truly believe that um, our manifestation, universe, God. Um, these are concepts that are very near and dear mm-hmm. to me. I'm always inspired by that in my choices that I make in life. So, somehow or other it just comes into the story, yeah.
0: Okay, then, like you know how in uh, Tilana, the, the like she's a very, like, manifesting character, <laughs> looks at the moon, that <laughs> kind, right? Like, so I a question. why was open wearing white throughout the <laughs> <day." laughs> Oh my god! you still
1: remember that? Yes! Okay. <laughs> There is no answer for it <laughs> um, except for the fact that I love to I love guys who wear white, white. and khaki pants. So I guess oh, that's me there. Could mine. Okay. Be <laughs> <laughs> okay you because Obian was supposed to be this perfect guy. Mm. Like he can do no wrong when it comes yeah. to giving life, right? So if you are a perfect guy, what are you? So for me my perfect guy wears white and khaki pants. So that's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> as simple as that. White and <laughs> I was like, "He didn't." No, no, no. Thing. Some people thought that he's a ghost. That uh, would have been very
0: creepy. No, it's <laughs> so <not. it. laughs>
1: So yeah. So if you see, I think from then on, um, I think the perfect guys in my stories will always be wearing white. I think somehow ah, in some okay. scene somewhere. Never <laughs> noticed. now
0: anyway I will notice. <laughs> but okay, you know, um in Kalabakala also or like generally in your dramas, like the way you craft friendships are very interesting and very cute because you know how in like the Indian society usually when you're like friends with a the guy, you mm-hmm. automatically associated to oh randomero kada they have to something to do with each other. But you are one of the few people that right? like like platonic friends, they can have different love interests but still be friends. Like how does that part
1: turn out? Uh because some of the best friendships I've had in my life were guys. And they were completely platonic and uh I always say this actually. Um, I kind of figured out that friendship that some... Uh, I've had this conversation with some people that they've not been able to wrap their head around okay. it. But friendships can be romantic too.
0: Even you know it, yeah, it,
1: it doesn't matter whether it's a guy or a girl. As long well as it's a friendship, I find it so romantic because it's like, who are you? Like, you, know, you, you don't need to take any form of effort to have me in your life. Like, you are from another background, I'm from another yeah. background, but we actually decided to become friends and that's, that's such a big bond. Uh, so I always find that exactly equ- equivalent to a romantic love. Like, I choose to be your boyfriend. I choose to be your friend. Like So when that is established, you know, we buy gifts for them. We plan yeah. days to go, we plan set birthdays for them. These are things that you do for a loved one, right? Yeah. So why why can it be romantic? I think friendship, I, I I love my friends, like I, I love them romantically. <laughs> like I like in yeah. a platonic romance yes. <laughs> So I, I don't see gender when it comes to that. Um, yeah, some of my best friends
0: are also guys. I think that's a very nice part, like of your story mm-hmm. like, and the friendship will be going in one leg, yeah. but at the same time the girl will be having a love interest yeah. and it looks perfectly fine yeah. like, both of them will be like you know it's okay you know are yeah. giving each other it's yeah. I very cute how did you like navigate your way to understanding that in the time like in the Madri story I want to write because you can write a tillana and you can do a parambarai so like how do you come up with your themes um,
1: interesting question Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if you go back to it, everything kind of has a love in it. Even um, even Palamore, um, at the end, at the core of it was the deep love that Krishna and Raja yeah. had for one another. Um, whether it works out or not doesn't matter, but I think everything kind of, I've always actually that even if I do a police story, there must be love in Run it. In it. <laughs> even if I do a psycho story, there must be love in it. Um, even money, for that example, had a okay. form of love in it. Like, it, it can be in any form, uh, but love is always there. Without, I don't think any of the story will be devoid of love. That's uh-huh.
0: my point. So, call and yeah, say every I mean, story goes I mean, around love. 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 Yeah. Why love? Is that a particular reason What else is there in life?
1: <laughs> I think everything I think the world goes around Because people love no. Something or someone And the biggest form of love That I always gravitate back to Is God's love for us Not even our love for God I think God's love okay. for us So I feel that's the ultimate core Of the universe
0: love. <laughs> How do you like Get your like task To bring mm. that character That you have on paper yeah. On screen uh, I've, I've I've
1: managed to work with some of the best directors who've actually done that better than me actually. Um somehow or other I think that some because they believe in the director and they they believe in the story, um, they will put in even their own uh, input. Do in, yeah. you
0: think script Mato follow Pani Or do you think like the actor should put like a piece of themselves in the I, Yeah, I think they
1: all do. Uh, and that's when the magic the happens. Menu. Yes, yeah. So I'm always inspired by the actors when I write. Uh, when I know that they are gonna play the character, I would write with them in mind. Uh, uh, so I can already see how they is gonna play. Yeah. Uh. So like, like for example, just an example. If someone else had, no one else could be C.I.D. Salimullah. Only yeah. there, mm-hmm. no one else. Uh, but. For some reason, if it had been someone else, then I would have been inspired to write it in a different way. It wouldn't have been the same Same, scenes. It wouldn't have been the same uh, mood. Because I know that it's Udaya, I was so inspired that I wrote it in that way for her, I think. Even for Gitanjali, for that matter. Inspired by Ishuri. Um, for Dikki, totally inspired by her father. <laughs> like, you know, you're just inspired by them. So if it was someone else, then I think I'll be inspired in a different way.
0: Even for the Manmaru and yeah. her an exchange, I watched it. I was like, no, I have to I thought it was legit her writing a story about, you know, someone, she's like thinking about something else. Till the end, I was like, oh my god, it was her the worst time. <laughs> Well, you still don't know yet? <laughs> <laughs> no, after you, I think the ending scene, your a white yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, oh shit, oh my god. How do you think of parallels like that? Like, how, Yeah,
1: how do you yeah. think of like, And the mari vettweez koanndu varla. much of it. I That's Because I think when you're crafting a story, without realizing organically, there's a lot of things. Like I said, I get inspired by the actors, I get inspired by music, um, so many things that I've read and watched. But at the same time, there's also a structure to the story. Mm. That's also going on at the back of your mind. OK, the 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 emotion, I I think it's kind of an like inbuilt within us, I guess. So you work, everything comes together, and something happens. Like I said, I didn't <laughs> <laughs> Magic happens. Yeah, no, I, but I I don't <laughs> know whether magic, but um, something happens. Uh, for me, that, that process varies every time.
0: Mm. From series, it, series. from
1: series to series, basics, foundation is these things that I spoke about. But every story, something will happen that it will go in a different direction, and it's a different process altogether.
0: So, if I wonder, like, if you're, if what would you want to tell, like, a young girl who wants to write stories but is like very afraid to take the first step forward? Huh. Now I feel.
1: Uh, I don't think everyone would have that teacher who actually comes and puts a star on the paper. But I think nowadays things have changed. Uh, You just have to take this first step to write something. Doesn't matter what. It can just be two lines of something and just put it out there. And it, it could be a portal where nobody comes and reads. It can be an Instagram account that nobody comes. You don't have a follower, nothing. But just put it out there. The moment you take that step, put it out there, someone else other than you have seen it or have a chance to see it, you're a writer and I think <laughs> yeah. you can go ahead and write. And but I'll always say this, uh, anyone who wants to write must read. Mm yeah. And there's, there's, there's 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 no two ways there's
0: no two ways about it. <laughs> okay, talking about Instagram accounts. actually you have this account called Miss Murray <laughs> yes. What is the inspiration behind that? Is it to keep the poetry side of your life or...? Yeah, so basically
1: I told you I'm an introvert, right? I have no social life. So uh, I write for a little bit, but my hobby is also writing. So uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very interesting, right? Uh, yeah, nothing much there. But yeah, so when I write as a hobby, it kind of keeps my... I think the things that I don't get to say on screen or mm. go find a space Somewhere, or say just some random thought that I'm thought of. Um, but it also helps me to keep uh, to practice a bit more and to like, ah. like to just constantly churn something in my brain. Then maybe <laughs> it might find a home somewhere. <laughs> <You know> <laughs> <what> <laughs> <I guess. laughs>
0: okay, but how do you think like if a fluent Tamil because so you're saying like people should read more, right? <laughs> But that's the thing lot of people don't like <laughs> they <You> have to. <laughs> um, well actually I think even for
1: Tamil, I think I think especially in Singapore, I think after a certain uh, time in school you don't get to Correct. Be, yeah that's the you lose touch with yes. that
0: so the aspect of yourself. Yeah, so yeah. you have
1: to go and seek. Seek and get it. If not it's not gonna come to you in any other way. You have to seek. Uh, that knowledge of Tamil somewhere else, somehow, and then continue that. Um, of course, I mean, the most easiest way is to watch movies, I guess, but even then, it's not going to give you um, anything other than basic Tamil, right? Because they're mm-hmm. talking basic Tamil, you're not going to learn in Tamil,
0: yeah. I mean, bunny sure, but yeah, but it comes once in a blue But other, but, uh, but it.
1: I mean, of course, if you, if, if, if you love the language so much, you would go there at some point of time just to understand it further. Till now, I think I'm, I'm, I have no idea about how the things. <laughs> all the things. But, but that's why Miss Mori kind of like, it's for me, I have it there so that I get to go and seek knowledge and figure it out and somehow come and it there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we were the now. now, there's more, like you see, those days, there's only a few things that you can do. During my time, you can only either go to the library to get books. Uh, that's it, uh, when I was young. Uh, nowadays, you can order books from any part Eat of the world. Yeah. Of course, book depository is closing, that's very sad, but you know, Amazon is still there. Um, and now, you see, I have the, the agency where I can go to Chennai and pick up books that uh, those days I couldn't. And everything is online now. There are so many websites that people are writing and, and putting things out. You can always go and search. Those days they didn't have that, <laughs> but things are so much more easy now. So there's no excuse, excuse actually <laughs> not to read. Really. Even more so to be more. <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> there's so much to read and no time actually. Has <laughs> there been any one topic that you've always wanted to write about, but you haven't gotten the opportunity or like the mm-hmm. space to touch on it yet? you um,
1: know that is uh, like I. I Initially, when I said there's no particular story that I wanted to say, mm. but there is one story in my head. Uh, I hope the time comes for it, but it can't exist in the, in the ordinary... Um, world. Not, not world. <laughs> ordinary <laughs> platforms now, I think, oh, because okay. of you know, the mentorship yeah, yeah. Yeah. and stuff. So maybe it has to um, exist independently. Uh, but that, I think that's like maybe my five-year plan down the road. <laughs>
0: Have you ever thought of creating a JR universe? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, Kalawa, Kerala and Tilana was kind of creating a universe, but
1: have uh, you ever thought about continuing the universe? Um, I am not know, um, chance, but yeah, I mean, like you said, the, that whole Gitanjali thing is supposed to Then after that, there was supposed to be another spin-off I thought of. Just yes, Obi oh. and Gitanjali by themselves, and then, um, Lewa and Aregy by themselves, Sasi and Mila by themselves, to just have their own words I thought about it, but
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> when the time comes,
0: I guess. Okay, I think to wrap it up, like we can just, maybe what would you tell aspiring writers as something that, it's very important, like have these in mind, if you want to like really stand out. It doesn't need to be advice, but it's like a guidance <laughs> kind of. <laughs>
1: I think if I take, I mean, if I can just say about myself, like, um, like I said, you have to read. I don't know the There's no two ways about it. You have to read. Um, um, I think the other thing is develop your own inner uh, qualities about yourself. Uh, which the topmost quality I think is empathy. Um, because I think if you if you are if you have judgments about anything, uh, your writing is always going to reflect that, and it mm-hmm. will always be one uh, dimensional. But if you do not have judgments and you are able to see everything and everyone from their space and what they are going through, then you'll be able to tell a, a story, story. Yeah, to tell a better story. So uh, I think that has helped me a lot. When I started off, I wasn't like that. When oh. I started out when I was very much young, younger, of course, you are, you know, you're sitting on a high horse, and you, and no, I will never do that. No, someone shouldn't, never, you know, you always have that. But when you grow up, and then you start observing a lot of other things, uh, of course, life experiences, everything kind of shapes you, and you end up absorbing other people's experiences as well. Uh, you, you kind of break as a human mm-hmm. being. You, you, you become a different person that will always help you as a writer to be empathetic about other people and your stories will definitely sound different you would also observe and pick up different things to actually help you write so yeah to to be a writer i think to read <laughs> and really <reading. laughs>
0: yeah you see when you read you yeah. actually
1: see other other points of
0: perspective yes perspective
1: ah. and then say hey, in, you, you can actually do this so there's actually no such thing as um someone would never do that. There's no such thing because everyone behaves differently, everyone comes from a different perspective. You would only get that by reading, learning about that, and by observe, opening, opening
0: up yourself to perspectives from everyone around you. Mm. If that makes sense. <laughs> yes, it does. And yes, I just want to say thank you so much thank for being you. on this call. Can I ask you a question? What yes, so right. are you going to write? Okay, I think for me, right writing-wise, um, like you said, like the last time I properly properly wrote was uh, second school. In second school, I used to write compose like for eight pages, uh-huh. <laughs> and I always used to pick the situational writing. And, right. and the, I don't like looking at the four pictures and then writing. No, uh-huh. I used to like and the, you'll give one line, and you know, right. then I would write my own. Then <laughs> my teacher would be like, "In the eight page, you said Tamil In Tamil, <laughs> in <It's> okay. <laughs> then I like there was a lot. like I used to participate in those like short story writing competitions um. the card- <laughs> <on the> card- <laughs> but I used to write there and then after that I when I went to Polly there was no opportunity for me to mm. like, Pursue this side of me mm. because mescom and everything yes but mm. there was no writing expect- I mean mm. yes script writing for like our own productions for like graded purposes that kind but uh, Tamil writing only came back to me when I went back to Tamil Nadu. Uh, and then I was like oh my god I feel like am writing after such a long time But that's again very true what you said I started to read Newspaper again, like uh-huh. I used to read, 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 right. read and I saw myself like improving. Like when you write yourself, you like, you can tell, right? Like mother article yeah. <laughs> but you can see the difference. And I started maybe inculcating in more of my voices. I right. try right. to like when I'm doing features, maybe because uh-huh. my interest was more writing human uh, interest okay. stories wow, more okay. than just like covering. Yeah, covering so. events. Right. That's like the basic was, like, I wanted to like address more like. Not much spoken about issues in society. Like I think my proudest work would be the one I did on colorism. Oh. <laughs> I need a feature on oh, that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I think that's like my proudest work. But that's the thing. Like what you said, reading. Cause I realized that the way I consumed Tamil was mostly through like Tamil bottom water, mm. series water. Mm. But when it came to writing, I was like, okay, yeah, I need to go back. To- <laughs> I need to yes. go back to reading before <laughs> I could, you know, improve in it. I've always had we'll a it's Always there. Okay. <laughs> we'll Looking see what the <laughs> <laughs> will bring <laughs> it to me. Yes. <laughs> but yes, thank you so much you. for being on the podcast. Thank you so
1: much for asking me questions and make me reflect on stuff that I've not thought about. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you.